podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Tis that time of the season when the ghouls and goblins prowl. Witches ride their broomsticks and bonehead wildcats howl. So scrape your claws together and make some chilling noise for your haunted wildcatters of spooky Bosco boys. Bosco's boys are back, and we are going to answer your questions. We're going to do it differently this time. Yeah, so usually we do some post-game uh, Q&A inside the review show. But you know what? We're going to try something different. Um, let us know if you hate it. Um, we hope you don't. We hope you download and uh, help us you know, become millionaires via the podcast. But you know what? If you guys all tell us you hate it, then we'll think about stopping. But here we is... We just want to shorten the length of the uh, post-game pods. Yeah. We don't need to do hour-and-a-half podcasts. We can do uh, separate uh, game questions after each one, and I think that'll be better because yeah. then we can answer more questions. Exactly. So th- this way, if we continue to do it this way, we don't have to skip anything. And you know what? Someone who is going to benefit from that is the good chef, Andre Napier. He comes into it first. He definitely wins the golden dog bone. Well, Power Cat Ryan has quite a few too. So, you know, our, our big time question askers came to play. So the first one from the good chef says, who is and what is to blame for the lack of offensive production in the first half? You know, honestly, I, I know people want to uh, blame it on something. I, I think it's more than just one person. I think some of it is Messingham for waiting so long to adapt. I think some of it's wide receivers. I think some of it is Will Howard. It took him just a little bit longer to get into the game. But if you're really trying to zero in, I mean, until the offensive line gives you a better than C game, you're going to have bouts of time where you struggle. That's where my head's at. Grant, how would you attribute blame? Couldn't have said it better myself. It's a holistic view. Um, it's a team game, and really, until everybody's firing from all cylinders, that's what you're going to get. Exactly. I uh, love this one from The Good Chef. What is John Brown the Salamander's favorite snack? Uh, sunflower seeds. Juicy crickets. Yeah, I mean, that's probably more realistic. but Oh, I get what you're – okay. Yeah, someplace. It, was, it was a joke. Good job. Yeah. Uh, who is K-State, asked Chef Andre Napier, uh, the premier collegiate football program in the state of Kansas. Leader of the Big 12 pack. Top of the 12, and we're having a laugh. Okay, Chef Andre, where does Phillip Brooks's performance land him – in memorable games at K-State. I mean, I think that this is – it's a legendary game. I think folks are going to call it the Phillip Brooks game. I think that uh, when you when you look at truly legendary performances, it has to be up there, probably like top 20, right? No doubt. I mean, without him, without that performance, it could honestly – we would be talking about – or talking in a very different way today. Um I don't think we would have lost by any means, but we would have had to scrap our way to the finish line like we have kind of in the past. And, I mean, Phillip Brooks kind of just busted it wide open. And it's, I mean, statistically, it's absolutely absurd for him to have 189 punt return yards in a game and two touchdowns. It's crazy. Um, 
uh, yeah. Maybe, I mean, I can't think of another game where I'm going to look back on at least another single-game performance that really matches that. Maybe, like, Lockett against Oklahoma where he had, like, 270 yards receiving or something crazy. But yeah, and then you like kind, of, kind of think about some of those Colin Klein games where he had, like, four touchdowns. and But, I mean, you know, it, it definitely ranks up there. It um, ranks up there at least in, like, the comedy oh, of it. Oh, yes, yes. It's it just amazing. Um, the Good Chef also asked, KU fans are still talking about all-time record in the series. Can I get a step-by-step instruction on how to deal with it? Um, I, I, I do want to, before we go into this, I, I want to give a shout-out to Will Dubois. He and I talked, and he he did have some accurate call-outs about how, you know what, all-time record does have to mean something because, you know, it's history. It's our connection to the history. And he kind of called me out for, you know, being such a fan of Bosco the Dog, this image and this, you know, <laughs> thing from the early 1900s yet i'm trying to just you know poo poo you know every single game that was played before you know 1969 or before my lifetime so he makes a good point and again also in like 15 16 years when we take it over from them i'm going to absolutely dunk on every ku fan ever when we eventually get it um so again maybe i'm too liberal in saying things don't matter but uh you know it is what it is but if any K fan ever tries to do that, just like ask them what the record is since they've been alive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those games are—they happened. <laughs> they are a part of the past. They are a part of our history. Um, but I think that if it's a pretty weak leg to stand on, I mean, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. You know, that's a—that's basically a white flag in my yeah. mind. It's—they don't really. It, the fucking all-time record has little to do with um, the current standing of oh, yeah. of the programs or any relevancy of you know the actual um, trajectory of each team. So I mean, I wouldn't even fucking worry about it because when when they say that to you, just know you already won. Exactly. Um, he also asked, "Do you wish you would have attended the game?" I mean, I. Part of me wishes I was at every single game. It sucks. I was like one of the first ones this century, KUK State game I've missed. Um, it does suck. It does suck. I, and I I won't lie. I'm going to at least think about going back on what I said and maybe trying to go to that Oklahoma State game if we beat West Virginia. I don't know if I'm actually going to pull the trigger, but I'll, I'll at least think harder about it. And I'll say this. If we end up in Arlington, I'm going to go. Um, I'm gonna find a way into Jerry World if I might if go that too. Happens. Um, I might go too. And again, I especially I, I hate I hate that it's even come to this. Like, just uh, I hate I hate a lot of stuff. But you know, I do wish I was there. I had fun watching the game uh, in Kansas City with my friend Matt. And I've had fun watching games at home. It's a different thing. But nothing. I still don't think anything ever beats the in-stadium experience. Agree. SF Wildcats won. Just learning of TJ Smith's season-ending ACL tear. Now AJ Parker's unknown ankle injury. How concerned should we be with the secondary? I mean, we touched on it a little bit uh, yesterday in our game pod, but it's concerning. Um, but this team has shown that they kind of have a next-man-up mentality, and everyone that slots in is going to have a job to do, and I think they're going to do it well. Um, I think – Kleiman's done an amazing job of integrating people into the system early, so there isn't that much of a drop-off depth-wise when people have to get thrown in. So, um, and I think we're gonna we're gonna get a little lucky with AJ Parker. It's not as bad as we think. That's just my hope. Yep, I agree with you 
100%. The next one from SF Wildcats 1, California Cats out there in the Bay Area. What's K-State record from here on out? That's so oh. tough for me because literally I, I 100% could see a scenario where we went out 9-0 in the Big 12, and I could also <laughs> see us losing out. I could, it, I don't think it would be a stretch to say we go – 0-5 to finish off this season. I don't think it would be that crazy to win out. That's I know, I agree. I don't want to I don't want to uh, predict it. So I'm I, not going to. I'm not going to either, but literally there's nothing that could surprise me at this point. I agree. K-State KC who actually lives in North Carolina. So wild. Pumped for the big win and shout out to the special teams in the second half performance. The penalties are infuriating. I know it's part of the old narrative that K-State doesn't beat themselves, but should there be more emphasis on disciplined football? How concerned are you? The pre-snap penalties are the worst for me. Some of those holdings, it happens. Some of the personal fouls, like that that low block on Briley Moore, it happens. But it's the false start penalties that have to – the discipline has to be there. Um, get rid of those, then I can live with everything else. Um, but, you know – the. I think yesterday was particularly bad. Because um, they all happened also like, I mean, right at once. Eight penalties in the first quarter was maddening. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, we're 4-0 and in top of the Big 12. Um, and I don't think we're uniquely penalized more than anyone else. Maybe slightly, but you know we're finding ways to win. It's not really – it hasn't really caught up with us too badly yet. Yeah, and again, it, it sucks, but again, I, I would prefer them to continue coaching them like they are. I would much prefer them to continue going on and live with the penalties than them do much else. Um, SF Wildcats won. Where are the alternate uniforms? Seriously, is the team buying into the old hype that alternate u- uniforms are bad mojo? I don't know what they're buying into, but, I mean, here's the thing. It, do, do you really mess with it at this point? I mean, I – I want to see the white, and I don't think that there's any actual correlation. But, I mean, yeah, if the I'm team t- is a little superstitious, then fine. Whatever. I do think it's funny that we haven't seen anything yet. Um, and I was thinking this just to myself the other day, because it's like, damn, I think Kleiman's like, fuck alternates. I'm not doing this again. Because we've lost every game we've played in and them, and except be- one have we what game i think we've won literally one game where we wore a white helmet and it was a the white camo and it was like a few years ago no i i I think we lost that one both of them we've done it twice well so no we've only done white camo once we did silver camo no we did white camo okay we did win way back in the day a fort riley day where we had a silver helmet with with camo camo purple detail we won that one we did lose both of our games where we wore the white camo because we lost to oklahoma state and west virginia and then we lost all the games we wore the white helmet last year. Ooh. I mean, I don't really – I'm to the point where it's like, I'm just glad we have it. Yes, I, I'm glad I don't really give a shit if we wear it or I not. I mean, I kind of give a shit, but again, it's not – I'm not like – I'm not – I'm not where I was last year. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I can't wait. Well, it's because like, we've seen it. Let's just win. I just want to win games now. I, although I, I, I kind of was hoping we'd see a new decal this year. We need to get over the hump, though. Well, we need to break the. But curse. are you willing to make that gamble for any of the team? Again, it doesn't exist. I'm super, yes, it, it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist but it's man, not real. Maybe we should have just done it versus KU. We should have. And this is honestly, this is what I kind of wish we would have done versus KU is a keep the helmet 
and then for the decal, the state of Kansas, but with the power cat. In I would it, fuck with that. I think that should have been like the way to go. But you know, it is what it is. We'll keep moving on. Casey, I'm sure we'll see something, but I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sure we will this year actually. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, eventually we'll have to break the curse, right? Maybe. Maybe never. Maybe maybe Bill was right. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So KCU Railroader, how many points will the offense have to score to beat West Virginia? Did you see enough from them to believe they can do it? Um, oh. God, well, I don't know because, question. I mean, I would say how many points do we have to hold West Virginia to, which is like really kind all of right. the same exact question. But if, um, here, all right, if, if I you, would say twenty four. Yeah, I was gonna say if if you right now if if a genie came and said Grant, K State will score twenty four points, or you let let the chips fall where they may next Saturday. I would take twenty four. Taking twenty four, I'd take twenty four. I think defensively we could hold them to twenty three. Okay, so so twenty four is the you wouldn't take twenty one. Uh, I don't think so. I see. For me, it's twenty seven. Uh, I I think it's gonna be a close game. I I don't know. I need to convince myself before we record the uh, game preview pod that we're gonna win because I'm nervous. So. I am too. All right, uh, Brett Mori one asks, how should we read into the third quarter quarter offensive showing going forward? I mean, it just depends. Do you want to be pessimistic? Do you want to be realistic or, or realistic, or do you want to be optimistic? If you want to be optimistic, you say, hey, look, the third quarter, we put everything together as one of our best offensive quarters of the year. Um, this could be our offense moving forward. If you want to be pessimistic, you could say, I was versus a KU team that was demoralized going into half. Um, who cares? Uh, but if you want to be realistic, you got to say, hey, this is what they're capable of doing. But the fact that we've only seen it like once or twice all season, you can't depend on it. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't have anything to add to that. Let's go to PowerCat Ryan. Well, before we do, we got to get a special shout out to our sponsors, Bet Online. Guys, if you want to bet on the Cats versus West Virginia, if you want to bet on Thursday night football, Maction's going to be around. And you know what? If you're, you know, if you have a good feeling about the election, go ahead, bet on the election. You can do it all over at Bet Online. If you use promo code Armchair, you get a cash on all their welcome bonuses and, you know, all the fun. You guys smell great and you're smart, so go win some money over at Bet Online. Powercat Ryan, I saw most of KU's bench sitting for the entire game. Third downs, big plays, big stops, and they were all sitting on the heated benches. Benches. Would you care if you didn't play and had to travel with that team? I mean, I, I, I'm not trashing Powercat Ryan for like this question, but I think that's like one of the most over like analyzed thing. It's like right there with like the body language experts when it comes to college football teams. Like, I get it. I'd probably be trying to be as close to the heated benches as possible. Um, but maybe there is a culture thing. Maybe that's why they suck. They don't care. There's definitely a culture thing going on over there. I mean, Les Miles is fucking leading the pack. Imagine. Imagine playing for Les Miles. Um, Key SU1, uh, do you think A.J. Parker's injury will set back how well he has played? Oh, man. Possibly. I, I mean, yeah. any injury has the uh, potential to set players back, I mean, naturally. Um, depends on how much time he misses, obviously. Even if he misses some half the practices this week, it's probably going to affect him. But he's a seasoned veteran. Um, 
and highly talented. Talented. He's really smart on the field. So ideally, you know, he can. Ideally, it's just uh, you know a light knock on his ankle and and he can bounce back. Uh, Powercat Ryan, how concerned were you when KU made it twenty to seven and our offense looked rough? Kind of. I wasn't. Um, I was kind of. Because I just saw how much more how dominant our D-line was and how difficult we were making it for, you know, they weren't getting anything in the run game and the pocket was collapsing on Jalen Daniels pretty much after two to three seconds every time he was scrambling for his life. So I just knew that would catch up with them. And, I mean, they had one drive where they, you know, got it in rhythm, but whatever, fuck them. Um, Powercat Ryan, who was your favorite player that played in mop-up duty? Uh, I liked uh, Hunter Henry. I like to see Kayon Mosey. Yeah, uh, Austin Moore was also good. Um. Okay. Dino Shores. Yes. Dino Shores. Funko Poppy. How much do you think the offensive line has improved since Week One? Are they improving enough to give us a shot down the stretch? They have improved from since Week One. Week One was the worst. Have they improved enough? I mean, it's kind of what we talked about on the post-game pod about how now we're not worried about Will Howard being the reason we're going to lose. The offensive line has not improved to the point where I'm not – they're like my number one concern every week. Easily, yeah. It really, and what we've kind of seen is can they put together three, four, five drives a game where then we can kind of fulfill our identity, we can get – chances to score that's kind of where it's going to be we're never they're, i don't think they're going to put together a complete game where start to finish you know they're executing well um but like we talked about we're going to scrap it's going to be a scrap until the end so we'll see what we can we'll see what we can do um power cat ryan once say, again yep have uh, you ever seen a team we're trash border are we that's fine. well i mean i ha- i'm going off of the ass bosco twitter i accounts. am too actually so I have really I have uh, Dino Shores sprinkled in Powercat Ryan, but whatever. That's fine. Um, have you ever seen a team trash talk as much as KU did when they were down five plus scores? Uh, I didn't actually. I didn't see anything. I saw a dejected bunch of losers. I saw you know people like Gavin Potter trash talking on Twitter later. Yeah, but poor guy, <laughs> he's got not not a leg to stand on really. Um. Good old Steve, SL Keck. Rate Messingham's performance. Why does the most non-offensive touchdown stat always start at 1999? Good question. Um, On a scale of 1 to 69, how likely is Deuce to be the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, first team all Big 12? He won't be the first number. No. I mean, if he plays consistently as well as he is, he could be first team all Big 12. He won't be the Big 12 offensive well, player of the year. I don't, I don't know if he's going to get either one. But who's he going to beat out? Well, the Brees Hall, Brees Hall and, and Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard. They, yeah. Well, they both have like media, like ESPN literally is in the tank for Brees Hall. So they, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. I think, I, I don't think he'll get either. So I guess one to 69, 12. <laughs> um, why does the, I don't know why it starts at 1999. Maybe like they started keeping. <laughs> Maybe that's when they stat. started. It. Yeah, yeah. I um, don't know. They should be keeping stats longer, but I don't know. Stats are weird sometimes. Rate Messingham's performance C minus. S- yeah, uh, I'm gonna give him C plus because sometimes the players just did not execute. But 
Uh, will twenty? Oh, Will Dubois, Dubois Theorem. Our boy Will, check him out at uh, To the Ville. To the Ville. Will twenty nineteen be looked at on for looked back on for K State football like nineteen eighty eight is for basketball? No, I, I, I. He and I talked about this a little bit. It's you know back in nineteen eighty eight, KU wins that. Like a that, splintering. Uh, yeah, KU wins that game. They ascend to being a basketball gotcha. powerhouse when we are basically on equal footing with them. I get what he was trying to say. Hey, like that was the chance for KU to, you know, both both teams coaching higher. Um, but they weren't even in the same ballpark as us. I don't think it would have so. launched them anywhere. Yeah, um, I agree. I'll let you take over. Yep, so before we do, a uh, quick shout-out to Manscaped.com. They have the single greatest boxer briefs in the world. If you send me a receipt from Manscaped, I'm going to write you a Christmas card and send you a koozie. Ooh. They also have, of course, the lawnmower 3.0 and the weed whacker, so you can get all your hair trimmed. All right, SkyMart1707. From 1 to 10, how do you rank Will Howard's uh, uh, second career start? One to ten. I'll give him a seven. I'll give him a seven point four. Seven point, seven point four. four. All right, Casey Railroader. How many ankles will Deuce Vaughn break in his K State career? Three thousand. No, that's. Hard. <laughs> I can I can do a somewhat analytical take on this. Uh, Fifty two. There. Boom. Fifty two. How many ankles. more times will he break Gavin Potter's ankles? Seven. God, that was that would be so funny if we could just have a nice clip of him. Breaking his ankles over and over. Okay, Powercat Ryan. If the Cats finish three and two, will they make the Big Twelve Championship game? Leaving this question vague, so you can fill in the hypotheticals. Yeah, three we'd be two. seven and two. We would have well, to beat specific teams and yeah, see I mean, how it ends. Here's but the thing: if you lose to Oklahoma State and Iowa State, then there's no guarantee. Right. If you beat, if you go three and two and you beat one of those teams, yes. I think. I still think just the record of seven and two gets in. I don't see three teams going seven and two. Well, Oklahoma State. But it's possible. Oklahoma State. Let's hypothetically say we lose to Iowa State and Oklahoma State, which okay. would kill me. Oklahoma State has already would have then beat us and Iowa State. So, do you think they are then going to lose three more games? They have like Texas. They have Oklahoma. Maybe I don't think they're losing three. Oklahoma State, I think, is in. Okay, so then Iowa State. I think Iowa State will lose two. So they need to lose two more games. Yes. And one of them has to be Texas. Yeah. They've already beat West or Texas Tech. Are they going to lose the West? I don't know. I just feel like they've kind of squeaked by, but so have we. Uh, I, I say three and two. No, if the two losses are to Oklahoma State and Iowa State, three and two. Yes, if one of the ones is if we beat one of them. Shit. Yeah, I'd have to really. I don't know. They've got to go. I just think Texas is horrendous. But I bet you Texas beats Iowa State. I bet I you they so. do. That's what I want. Okay, Powercat Ryan. Quick take, hot take, preview of Cats versus Mountaineers. I would just say that it's going to come down to how much the offense can put up. I, I'm getting to the point where I think. The defense is going to give you a shot to win every game. It's going to be scary. Cardiac cat every single game from here on out. Yep. Powercat Ryan, Gavin Potter, LOL, right? We don't like on this show to shit on college kids too much. But, but again, you know, he he kind of did to himself. He 
decommitted on signing day and goes to a rival. He likes to play the heel. He likes to play the villain, which is fun. That's what makes college sports fun. Um, I think, you know, adults should probably at at least think before you tweet at Gavin Potter. But again, if anyone has done it to himself, it's Gavin Potter. I agree. Um, He's a decent player too, um, but yeah, I mean, that's he, what makes it much funnier to yeah, watch him be it, exposed yes. like that in the open field. If he absolutely sucked, it wouldn't be fun. But yeah. he he doesn't suck. But you know, Deuce Vaughn snatching ankles, and he also compared himself to Ray Lewis. So I mean, that's kind of funny. Okay, Lazy Wayne Band asks, uh, with the way Mertz played at Wisconsin on Friday, where should our excitement level be? Can you compare him to Jake Rubley for next year? Will Howard be able to keep the job next year in case Skyler slant return? Mm, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, Jake Rubley, I don't know enough about like I, I don't know anything down. about yeah, Rubley. I mean, I, I I see his film and it looks awesome, but again, I don't know how that translates. People who get paid to do it for a living love Jake Rubley, but here's the thing: Will Howard. I mean, he's playing well enough, and again, he's only going to be a year older. I think I just think K State's in very good hands right now when it comes to quarterback play. And you know what? If Skyler comes back, awesome. I I want all the talent. Let's just you know. I don't think he's go. going to. I don't think so either. But it is what. Either it is. way, we're gonna have a battle, and it'll be between two good quarterbacks i think next year yeah i 100 percent agree uh nordy jelson does morgantown on halloween scare you as much as it scares me 100 yes. i i'm not feeling great about it right now they've but had our number yeah we'll see oh god when have we beaten them last 2015 that's bad that's very bad they right. beat us five times in a row yeah yeah because we beat them five times in a row to start yeah the, uh, four times. all right well there's the pattern. It's going to break. Yes, it's turning it back our way. It is. Uh, Lazy Wayne Band. Uh, it's the wide receiver room. It, it's the what? Bro, you need to work on something. Is the wide receiver room back? No. That's what I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just bad. Pros and cons of Will's game today. I think he was poised. I think he, for the most part, I think he made some good throws. Uh, the cons, it's still freshman because, again, he, he's not as quick on his reads. There were a couple times where he went through his progressions but just took real long, uh, missed a couple throws. But at the end of the day, he's a he's an above-average true freshman quarterback. Agree. So you're just going to have to take what you get. Uh, B9 Tumor, would you have done anything differently if you were less in less miles shoe on Saturday? Punt on fourth down in your own territory? Yes. I mean, he went for fourth down – when it was only a 10-0 game. Uh, I would have done that, too. Uh, I wouldn't have done the play that they – Yeah, I mean, I would have done different plays. I definitely would have stopped kicking it to Phillip Brooks. I would have <laughs> – I honestly would have done whatever I could to get Daniels in space in the quarterback run game. I would have, too, yeah. Um, and I, I wouldn't have run Gardner as much. I just would have tried to do quarterback draws, quick passes. But, you know, I don't think there's – any coach would have coached K to a win that day. Um, Google me, bruh. Confidence in uh, Gardner to pick up the slack of Parker potentially being out next week and in the foreseeable future. I mean, A.J. Parker hasn't been playing out wide. Gardner has. So I think the real issue is, okay, are you going to see Willie's, uh, Willie Jones or Wayne Jones or T. Denson? Who are you going to see step up in that nickel spot? So I don't think it's actually going to be on Gardner. Um, Derek Litke, how excited are you for the future of Kansas State football? So fucking excited. Very. 
Like it gets better every. This was our. This was supposed to be the rebuilding year, and we're saying at four and zero in the conference, getting ready to hopefully dream of Arlington. Yeah, I mean, we're not very good either. Like yeah. we are not that good of a team, and it's just a testament to where the program or the hands that the program is in. Um, and God, we're young. We're so young. Oh and yeah, it's it's exciting. It's Definitely exciting. T. Hannah, one hundred. Who played their position best? I would say uh, Eli Huggins for me. I think he played his position the best of anyone last game. That's a fair shout. That's fair. I'll give you that. And then one more shout out to Bet Online again. Use promo code Armchair for your welcome bonuses. Uh, there's football almost every night of the week now from here on out until like December. Guys, it's never been a better time to be over at Bet Online. Evan D. Shanalanalak. He's my favorite. Um, haven't heard of any COVID outbreaks linked to KSU games. Are you considering trying to find a ticket for OSU slash UT based on how the season's going? Maybe. Maybe. Um, yes. I would say yes. Again, I'd, I'd have to have conversations with folks who have been there. I'd have to have conversations with my parents uh, because, again, that's like right around holiday season. I don't want to risk possibly having to not be around family during – Christmas or heading out to Osborne to see my great aunt. Um, so it would depend on a lot of stuff, but I, I am considering it. I might try to go to senior day. See that that's the tougher one because we're going to Osborne the next weekend. So I wouldn't have even an opportunity to kind of isolate for two weeks before I go see my great aunt. So the, if I'm going to go to a home game, it'd probably be Oklahoma state as much as I would want to go to senior day, especially if it comes out that that's sky like Skyler's not coming back, but I'm not, I'm not going to risk that, but I might go to Oklahoma state and I'm definitely going, if we're going to Arlington, sorry, if I get COVID, I'll stay at home in my apartment by myself on Christmas. That'd be worth it to see K state in Arlington. Uh, Evan D. Shanahan, can a wide receiver catch Deuce or Briley in yards uh, before the end of the season? What about catches? I would say, they can, but they won't. I agree. Um, I mean, they who, won't. Who would it be? I mean, could Taylor, maybe. But he'd he's the only chance. Games. He's the only one that has a chance. What's the biggest recruiting concern for the team right now? It feels like we have talent everywhere. Just uh, ma- that we're just masters of development and execution. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Mm. Wide receiver? Yeah. I mean, I like the two wide receivers we're going to bring in. Yeah, I do too. Um, um, losing a lot of snaps at linebacker, that's more of just like how the scholarships winded out. I don't really have a concern. Um, safety could get a little dicey if Lanloy or Langloy. Longwa. Longwa. There we go. Uh, ends up at LSU. I So uh, I read – has anybody – else read this have you read this i read like the lsu rivals i went on to lsu rivals and read one of their free stories and it was basically an interview with Longwa. it's not good i mean the whole time he's talking about like how it's like his dream yeah i mean it's his dream i mean tyron matthews like his favorite player he was like we can bring back dbu to lsu me and this other guy talking about um, another commit that he's like grew up with and he's like i mean it was all very and I read this probably like a week ago, and I didn't see anything of it, like anyone posted anything on the boards, but I obviously 
Well, haven't been. He's in a fantasy football league with some other K State commits. So I know fantasy that fantasy football is a strong bond. And he was talking about how he's like, I'm going to decide basically in November. So he's like, I don't feel good about it. Um, but so I'm a little you know, hearing about safety. hearing whispers of, you know, from like Dy about how close he is with all the guys. And the longer it goes, yeah, that's good, but. It sounds like he's targeted November, and he was, like, glowing about it. But maybe their scholarship limitations will fuck that up for him. I hope so. I know I do, too, because he looks like a baller. Yeah. A.S. Ponge. Sorry, I'm sure I butchered that. If K-State wins out, what do you think uh, would need to happen uh, in other conferences for us to have a shot in the college football playoff? I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but if we win out, including the Big 12 championship, I think we're in the college football playoff. <laughs> How funny would that be? I mean, super funny. Oh, but, my God. That would be the funniest thing in the world. But and I like legit one LSU loss. LSU would be coming for Chris Kleiman. They would – they're – Probably. I mean, Texas would be too. All the big boys. Yeah, but no, I think – I think I don't think anything has to happen. I think that if we win out, we will be in the college football playoff. I don't think you need to – come up with scenarios that happen in other if we especially if we play all of our games i mean we'd be yeah. 10, and 10 and 1, one. we're going to the playoff if we win and out. losing our first game running off 10 straight wins yeah. in the conference round robin 100 percent, we're in the college that would be playoffs. the fucking funniest thing in the world i mean that's not happening but that would be oh my god i mean it'd be awesome <laughs> uh, power so cat ryan we only have can you imagine that oh. happening and then the hype of next season that would People are hopefully returning to the stands. I mean, oh. oh it'd be wild. Okay, Powercat Ryan. South end zone done. Ah, oh. Dude, I wish I had money. Like, have you seen the fly-throughs of the south end zone? Yeah, it looks awesome. My God. I'll never be able to go in there. No, neither will I, but fuck. Maybe we'll awesome. use our grifting connections. Yeah, we're going to have to grift our way into the south end zone. All right, Powercat Ryan. Did you know that Iowa State has never started Big 12 play 4-0? <laughs> Checks out. Yeah, Checks I can't believe out. that we started five and zero in twenty fourteen. I don't remember that. I mean, I mean, I guess we did, and then we got absolutely blitzed on the road by TCU. But yeah. so we were. I mean, you we look back, we were two. like ranked. No, we were seven and one. We were ranked. Well, yeah, going like that, seventh yeah. going into that game. That's fucking crazy. Yep. Uh, Inesro Nathan. Uh, was Howard's third quarter uh, more about KU's defense wearing down or Howard's improvement? Is the wide receiver production from that quarter sustainable if Vaughn Moore gets schemed away by West Virginia, et cetera? I think it's a combination. It's almost everything in the world. It's never one thing or the other. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think Howard's improving, and I do think KU was shit and worn down. Wide receiver product, production from the third quarter – I mean, here's the thing. If Vaughn and Moore and Sammy Wheeler are going to be realistic options to score touchdowns receiving and get that sort of yardage, then, yes, it's sustainable. But the issue is is if you don't have that, then all of a sudden your passing game has gone. And we kind of saw that versus TCU. You know, they limited Deuce Vaughn in the air game. They limited Moore, and you didn't have a passing game. So, Also, I mean, I think it, it had to be a huge factor um, – the KU from the KU mentality side. Imagine, I mean, the defense for KU played well in the first half, and yeah. then going to the half down thirty-four to fucking seven. How do you come out of that with any sort of focus or confidence 
or sharpness no, at all. You can't. You don't. You can't. All right, uh, last two. Uh, we're going to start with PV Cat 82 and then finish with uh, Power Cat Ryan with two of them. If the Cats go 3-2 and two rest of the season, will they go to the Big 12 Championship? We had that ass a little earlier. Uh, it's all about who the two losses are to. All about who the two losses are to. You beat Iowa State. I think we need a zero in on Iowa State. Of course, you don't forfeit the game versus Oklahoma State, but I think you need to really zero in on that uh, Iowa State game as long as you beat West Virginia. Again, I think folks are getting a little ahead of themselves. We we said, hey, you have to beat West Virginia, have to be 5-0 and uh, going into that matchup with Oklahoma State before you can start to dream. And even at that point, there's nothing that could happen in the Oklahoma State game that could stop you from dreaming. But this West Virginia game is massive. This is and, so big. And we're not players. Fans can look, look past it and all that type of stuff. But I think I, I think if folks are already calling that a win, I think I think – they're going to be sorely disappointed. So we're going to finish up with the last two. I tell you where we are at, though. We are to the point of it's time to consume and obsess over every piece of K-State yes. media yes. going forward yes. because we are 4-0. and And, yeah, I mean, I'm, we are top of the league. Yes, like, top it's, of the 12 having a laugh. But I, I just don't want folks to just look at West Virginia. But there's five games left. Yeah. We're and not the even, back four are tough. Yeah. and uh, Five. Back five are tough. Well, yeah. And it's – you know, Baylor might collapse, but I mean, again, I don't want, I don't know. I think folks are just riding off Western Virginia too quick. So. I do too. I mean, they've beat us last year when they were dog shit. Neil Brown's a good coach. Um, they're not he bad. Is. They're not bad. He is. Uh, Paracat Ryan rank the top five receiver wide receivers and then receivers in general on the roster right now. If you're going wide receivers, number one, Sebastian Taylor, um, I still think Malik Knowles, yeah, Malik Knowles is second. Um, I would think Phillip Brooks is three, uh, although he didn't get any targets yesterday. I think he's actually still battling through some injury right now, but I'd put him number three. I would say DJ Render is number four and number five. Ugh, I can't even name a fifth receiver that Weber, actually plays. Porter, <laughs> Weber or Porter. Yeah, that's about You'd right. You'd like it to be Garber, but you still don't until he starts jumping in front of those two dudes when it comes to plays. I mean, yeah. No, so it really sucks that Viking Gill got hurt. Like that hurts. Yeah, he was decent. Yeah. He would have been probably number two. And then uh receivers in general, Briley Moore one, uh Deuce Vaughn two, Sammy Wheeler three. <laughs> no. Uh Jebastian three, Sammy Wheeler four, Malik five. I would Hmm, I would put Sammy Wheeler over Trebasson Taylor. I truly would. I I mean, he had a bad drop uh, from yeah, Big Off. So You're right. It's what it is. You know who also has bad drops? Trebasson Taylor. That is true. That is true. All right, Powercat Ryan, the final one. Thank you so much. West Virginia is capable of taking away Deuce Vaughn. Where does K-State go to get yards and points if that happens? Um, I think Briley Moore, and then you just have to hope that Keon Mosey maybe. Defense and special yeah, teams. defense and special teams. There but you go. But truly, I mean, that is what happened um, at TCU. We counted on – I mean, the defense made a play. That's what won us the game. Um, you've got, you know, Briley Moore, obviously. He's already a top two target. Um, and then I think Sebastian Taylor. I don't know. Other than that, it is limited, but – you know, that's that's football. That is football. There's not a lot of teams across the board that have, like, five reliable weapons. I mean, well, yeah, it's I usually, mean, like, no Brees Hall, and they've got their tight end, who's great, and they probably have better wide receivers across the board, but, but it's still, like, you know, we're going to fucking do the exact same thing that they're going to try to do to us. Limit Brees Hall, keep their tight end in check, oh, yeah. and pressure Brock Purdy. I mean, 
that's kind of how it goes. I mean, Oklahoma has a fuck ton of weapons across the board, and they have like a better quarterback that can run, but it's just that's how it goes. Yeah, it's fucking football. And it's guess more what? even than people think. I think. Do well, I think Deuce Vaughn and more better weapons than anything individual weapons West Virginia has. Probably, I haven't so, watched them once though, so I, I don't know. I've like watched them hit or miss. I'm gonna probably try to get the entire Texas Tech game in before we record our preview pod. But guess what? That's it. That's our post game Q and A episode. Uh, giving you two episodes to start the week. Actually, it'll be three straight, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're doing four episodes a week yeah. now. If that's well, all right, let us know. If yeah. not, then whatever. We'll probably just keep doing it anyways because I think it's better than having an incredibly long post-game pod, yeah, I, and I like to be able to answer all the questions. Yes, we get to answer all the questions, and we get to cut about 20, 30 minutes off the post-game pod. So we love you guys. Um I've, I've been doing a lot of uh, koozies for five-star reviews. So if you – and it can't just be five stars. You have to write something in there. So any new five-star reviews probably for the rest of this week, if you send me a DM, I will uh, send you some more koozies. So Excellent. That's, that's I love it. you guys. Um, yeah. We made it through uh, an entire Fleet Foxes album. The new one, everyone, you've, you've listened to the whole thing. So congratulations. Um, meet me at the Cathead. Top of the 12. Having a laugh. Podcast Network.